So Roland Vandermeer of the Space Telescope Science Institute said, we want to know the mass of the Milky Way more accurately so that we can put it into a cosmological uh, context, context and compare it to simulations of galaxies in the evolving universe. Not knowing the precise mass of the Milky Way presents a problem for a lot of cosmological questions. And this new mass estimate that we have, well, our galaxy is a little bit chunky here. We're a little bit on the beefier side compared to other galaxies in the universe. And the lightest galaxies are around a billion solar masses, while the heaviest are 30 trillion or 30,000 times more massive. Milky Way's mass of 1.5 trillion solar masses is fairly normal for a galaxy of its brightness. Now we can't see dark matter, but it's the dominant form of matter in the universe and it can be weighed through its influence on visual objects like the globular clusters and the more massive a galaxy, well the faster its globular clusters move under the pull of gravity. And Hubble and Gaia? They're complementary. Gaia was exclusively designed to create a precise three-dimensional map of astronomical objects through the Milky Way and track their motions. And Hubble has a smaller field of view, but it can measure fainter stars and therefore reach more distant clusters. And the new study augmented Gaia measurements from 34 globular clusters out to 65,000 light years with Hubble measurements of 12 clusters out to 130,000 light years that were obtained from images taken over a 10 year period. So they combine these measurements and they're like pins on a map. So that lets astronomers estimate the distribution of the Milky Way's mass out to nearly 1 million light years from Earth. Laura Watkins of the European Southern Observatory in Germany said, we know from cosmological simulations what the distribution of mass in the galaxy should look like so we can calculate how accurate this extrapolation is for the Milky Way. And these calculations based on the precise measurements of globular cluster motion from Gaia and Hubble enabled the researchers to pin down the mass of the entire Milky Way. Now let's go back to globular clusters. They're the earliest homesteaders of the Milky Way and the oldest known stars are in them. And they date back to a few hundred million years after the Big Bang. And that's what created the universe. So they're really, really old and they formed prior to the construction of the Milky Way spiral disk, uh, where our sun and solar system reside. And because of the great distances, globular star clusters are some of the best tracers that astronomers have to measure the mass of the vast envelope of dark matter surrounding our galaxy far beyond the spiral disk of stars. That's what Tony Sohn said, who led the Hubble measurements. So what's this Gaia spacecraft all about? Well. It's going to measure the most precise three-dimensional map of our galaxy by surveying an unprecedented 1% of the galaxy's population of 1 billion stars. And during the mapping, Gaia will detect and very accurately measure the motion of each star in its orbit around the center of the galaxy. Much of this motion was impacted upon each star during its birth, and studying this motion allows astronomers to peer back in time to when the galaxy was first forming. And so by constructing uh, a detailed map of the stars, Gaia will provide a crucial tool to study the formation of our galaxy. It's about two tons and it has a payload module, a service module and a deployable sun shield. And the payload module is built to uh, support the structure for a single integrated instrument that performs three functions, astronomy, photometry, and spectrometry. And the payload module also contains all necessary electronics for managing the instrument operation and processing the raw data. 
and the service module comprises all mechanical, structural, and thermal elements supporting the instrument and a spacecraft electronics. It includes the micro propulsion system, deployable sunshield, payload thermal tent, solar arrays, and a harness. And the service module also support functions to the Gaia payload and spacecraft for pointing, electrical power control, and distribution, central data management, and radio communications with the Earth. Gaia gets in orbit around the Sun at second Lagrange point, L2, and the L2 point lies at a distance of 1.5 million kilometers from the Earth in the anti-Sun direction and co-rotates with the Earth in its one-year orbit around the Sun. One of the advantages of an L2 orbit is that it offers uninterrupted, eclipse-free observations. From L2, the entire celestial sphere can be observed during the course of one year. To ensure Gaia stays at L2, the spacecraft must perform small maneuvers every month. And this thing is powerful. So over, you know, about a five-year period, there's 1.5 million CD-ROMs worth of data that come from this thing. And I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I think that's 1.05 trillion megs of data, which is quite ridiculous amounts of uh, data. So it's going to take astronomers even longer to uh, get through all this data, and they might be discovering things 10 years from now from 10 years ago. So they have to compress all this data and put it into uh, actual workable forms. So Gaia will be giving us science for a long time in the future. So Gaia and Hubble worked in unison with scientists to let us all know that the Milky Way galaxy is 1.5 trillion solar masses, and most of it is locked up in dark matter. And according to Hubble's site, uh, the Milky Way is a Goldilocks galaxy, which is not too big and not too small. Just right. Hey, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been spending time with this podcast. I appreciate all of your support. I really do. And um, I couldn't do it without you. So if you're listening to this and you really enjoyed it, make sure to hit subscribe. If you really, really, really enjoyed it, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Space News Podcast and uh, support the pod financially. Also, you can hit me up on social media at Space News Pod and on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Space News Pod. This has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will and I will see you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Space News Pod, Space Cadets. My name is Will, and astronomers have said that they have accurately calculated the mass of the Milky Way for the first time using new data sets that include the weight of dark matter. But before I get into that, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who subscribed to this podcast. I appreciate all of your time and for you spending your time with me. That's amazing. So if you haven't subscribed and you really love space stuff, hit subscribe button and uh, listen to new episodes every single day. You can also check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Space News Pod. 
and also on social media at Space News Pod and on Patreon, patreon.com slash Space News Podcast. Don't worry, Patreon patrons, I'm working on some cool stuff for you guys. So there will be new uh, Patreon only content coming soon. I appreciate your support, so I want to give back to you. So now let's get into the mass of the Milky Way for the first time. They figured it out. They figured out the mass of it with new data sets. And in a collaboration between NASA and the ESA's Gaia observation craft, a team of experts calculated our galaxy to be around 1.5 trillion solar masses. And one solar mass equals 2 times 10 to the 30th power kilograms. So 1.5 trillion solar masses. Well, if you want to do the math, go for it. It's a huge, huge number. And previously, scientists estimated the mass of the Milky Way ranging between 500 billion and 3 trillion times the mass of the sun. But that's just not the case. And that uncertainty stemmed mainly from different methods used to measure dark matter, which doesn't absorb or reflect any light and is thought to make up nearly 90% of the matter in our universe. So Laura Watkins from the Germany-based European Southern Observatory said, We just can't detect dark matter directly. That's what leads to the present uncertainty in the Milky Way's mass. You can't measure accurately what you can't see. Now, to get around this, the team measured the velocity of globular clusters. And globular clusters, well, they're dense groupings of stars that orbit the galaxy at enormous distances. They're a spherical collection of stars that orbit the galactic core as a satellite. And globular clusters are very tightly bound by gravity, which gives them their spherical shapes and relatively high stellar densities toward their centers. And they got their name because it was derived from the Latin globulus, which means a small sphere. A globular cluster is sometimes known more simply as a globular. And around the Milky Way, there's 150 to 158 currently known globular clusters, and they're fairly common. And they think that there may be another 10 to 20 that still haven't been discovered yet. And larger galaxies like the Andromeda Galaxy have as many as 500 globulars. And some giant elliptical galaxies, such as M87, have as many as 13,000 globular clusters. So N. Wynne Evans from the University of Cambridge's Institute of Astronomy said, The more massive a galaxy, the faster its clusters move under the pull of its gravity. And most previous measurements have found the speed of which a cluster is approaching or receding from Earth. That is the velocity along our line of sight. You know, and then these current researchers were able to use data collected by the Gaia probe and NASA's Hubble Space Telescope to measure the sideways motions of clusters. From this, they could calculate their total velocity, and from there, they could get their mass. And now only a few percentage of this is contributed by the approximately 200 billion stars in the Milky Way and includes a 4 million solar mass supermassive black hole at the center. And most of the rest of the mass is locked up in dark matter. All right, I'm going to take a quick pause for the cause, and after this break, I'm going to talk more about the uh, mass of the Milky Way. 